0: Thanks, Sarah. And just as she shared, I'm going to be sharing my perspectives in terms of my direct experience of overseeing a virtual team of 25 plus HR consultants taking care of small to mid-sized businesses nationwide in terms of their employment law issues and matters, as well as the observations, common observations that uh, that we've gathered from working with the different clients. And I must admit, it's pretty tempting to think that that by having a distributed workforce, that it's easy to say, oh, it's just a bunch of people. Uh, Let me backtrack. It's just a bunch of people. Uh, oh, actually, oh, there we go. It's just a bunch of people who are, you know, that are uh, set about to work anytime and wherever they like, and it's and is that simple. Well, not quite. And, and as you, you can appreciate, it's sort of like having cars on the road, right? The more cars you have out there, and and then. Uh, you put in more types of uh, different people or or or, uh, or vehicles on the road, the, the transportation and all that flow and all that traffic is difficult to maneuver. So similarly, when you have a distributed workforce, really the greater the distributed workforce, the more challenging it is to get that engagement with the employees as was discussed earlier, right, and all that communication connection here. And sometimes things get lost in the process. Uh, Sometimes there's miscommunications or or different types of uh, opinions of how things occur, and that causes a lot of uh, things that can happen that can put the company at risk. And essentially, when you have all your distributed employees spread out all over the place, I mean, they could be in their cars or working at home or, 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 you know, or in the public setting at a coffee shop. And what you've essentially done is you've expanded your real estate of risk for potential employment law concerns. I know this is not the sexiest thing, but this is something you need to be aware of in terms of you know, your role in the position with the company. Now, just so that you know. In California state alone, I was talking to Chris earlier, who hired his first employee, and he found some a little bit of discoveries. Did you know in California state alone, there are 9,104 sections to the labor law code? And yes, if you're an employer or you're an employee, some part of that you are responsible to take care of and deal with. Now, you're probably going to think, oh my god, Stephen, how am I supposed to figure that out? Well, you know, that's part of the process. You want to make sure you have the reliable resource to help, you, to help you tap into that. Whether you're a startup, you know, a startup company just trying to scale, or you're a big established company right now trying to figure out how to do things differently. And you might be going, well, what's so unique about, about you know, these HR law stuff that applies to a distributed work environment? Well, work from home. What if you have an employee who's on the phone talking to the manager about some project that's coming up, walking down the stairs in her basement, and she falls and breaks her arm? How does workers' comp play in? What's the employer's responsibility in that type of environment? Or perhaps you're in that coffee shop that we saw earlier, whoops, excuse me, uh, saw earlier uh, in which maybe you bumped into somebody else who's also co-working in that environment and you spilled the coffee into their laptop, you destroy their, you know, uh, their information on that and, and a whole bunch of issues in, in, uh, come about. And in, in fact, when you're out in public and you're on the phone, you may have heard other, other people talking and if it's work related, what type of information are they sharing out in the public that may put your company at risk? It could be proprietary information. Maybe it's some HR thing saying, hey, you know, there's a discrimination thing that's going on, and here you are blabbing out in public. Uh, What is your company, or what are you, as an employee of a company, are thinking about to take care of these um, possibilities? Well, and I know there's a whole bunch of different things. Now, I'll say this. What frustrates me is with employment law. Let me just step back a bit when you kind of go through a root cause approach, a lot of the employment laws exist simply because there's a disconnect between the manager, employee, and employees. Now, I must admit, back in the days, historically in the Industrial Revolution, yeah, there was a time that employers tried to take advantage of employees, you know, you know working off their backs of hard work. Uh, employers today, admittedly are smarter, but it's those miscommunications and disconnects that, that causes these situations, these complaints of work that can come up and can become a lawsuit, potentially. Uh, I was talking to Laura earlier about, uh, about a person that she know at a design firm, small design firm shop, and they uh, they suppl- submitted an unemployment claim and then that the company was not prepared for, and then now they're having this hairy wage and hour situation. So the point is, we wanna build a an environment and a set of resources that's going to connect as best as possible and reinforce as best as possible the manager and employee relationship right now a few quick nuts and uh, nuts and bolts ideas that you can do um, performance management how many of you enjoy the performance management process okay Well, one of the classic things that you may be still involved in or maybe thinking about getting involved in because you're growing, you're trying to figure it out, is the annual performance review process. Simply put, drop that. That's ridiculous nowadays. And when you think about it, oh, thank you. (laughs) It drives me nuts, and I'm in HR, oh my god. and when you think about it, the collaboration tools that are, are being implemented nowadays, that's constant feedback, right? That's what's important, constant feedback. And there's a, and these project management tools and, and, uh, and uh, productivity tools that helps track things. So folk in your performance management, you know, don't focus on the time that you're doing things or things like that, focus on the outcomes and, the, and be merit-based, real simple. Um, in terms of policies, how many, love you, how many of you love policies? Okay, well they are good, well they do provide guidelines. But here's the thing, most policies that we've found are from top bottom. Go from ground up, go from the front lines. If there's a situation about how to, you know, how to collaborate as a community or whatever, have it come from the front lines, have them draft up the policy. Then you can screen it through HR, and if you want a final you know, stamp of legal approval, go ahead and, and shoot over to an attorney to screen that out. So go from the ground up, and you'll get better buy-in from that. Um, in terms of, uh, oh, in, in terms of managers, Managers, obviously, are a key point. I mean, if you're a manager, congratulations, cause, and, and go look, cause that's a tough position, but definitely as an employer, you want to support them with as many tools as possible uh, so that they can be, or you can be, you know, as effective as possible with the employees, with the right systems, and training really comes uh, at hand. Uh, is a big thing. So, and if you didn't get what I'm saying, uh, in terms of the distributed environment, I'm not saying that you need more HR. I'm saying you actually need less. And what I mean is old school HR, you need less of that. You want to bring the HR competencies into the, into the skill sets of the managers, because that's the core, right? You hear the things that employees leave, not the jobs, but their managers. So you want to supply the power to the managers and make that happen. And, and let's step back even a little bit here, away from some nuts and bolts thing, and look at HR in terms of process. Uh, here are some areas that, you know, that are HR-ish, you know, people call it HR in a lot of different ways, right? Recruitment, benefits, whatever. Just try maybe do something different, especially in distributed team organizations in terms of a flatter type of um, a structure. Maybe have your, your recruiting process be not taken care of by HR, but with your sales team. Now, your sales team, your sales team are built to sell the company uh, in order to sell the company's products. What better group to sell the companies in terms of bringing in the right talent? how about hr communications i know somebody who had a benefits communication piece in which they had a really confusing communications have marketing take care of hr communications to keep that branding nice and tight uh, and there's a lot of different areas to consider uh, i wish i could share a little bit more and I, as you can tell there's a lot of different stories but when you think about the distributed work environment, recognize that you're amplifying a playing field of potential employee risk. But if you think about things, go through the process, go from ground up, you can definitely be successful wherever you and the rest of your employees are. Thank you.